Well, good morning. I'd like to give you all a, a warm welcome, whether we're, we're here in the building or whether you're joining us online as we come on this first Sunday in 2023 to worship our God. Now, numbers change, don't they? But we are so grateful that our God doesn't change, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the way he describes himself in Bible as the I am. It's not the I was, it's not the I will be, it is the I am. And as we come to worship that God, our hymns are very much focused on that this morning. And John will be speaking on that verse in Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. Now before we sing our our first hymn, I have two announcements. And one is, um, even though it's the first Sunday, there is no communion today. So communion will be next Sunday afternoon for those who are church members. So next Sunday afternoon. And secondly is men. So we've had emails, haven't we, encouraging us to do different things. And we have a Bible study that is starting on January the 18th. So Wednesday, January the 18th. Um, It's going to be once a month. And we're going to be looking at Joseph. Joseph, the life of Joseph in the Old Testament and lessons that we can learn from him. And there's a group of six or seven of us that have signed up so far. And I encourage you uh, to put your name down and come and join us as we look at lessons together as men in Joseph. Speak to John or speak to, to myself. Great, well, let's turn to our first song as uh, we sing God of the Ages. And if we could put up the, the last part of verse 4, the last part of verse 4, which is, is a prayer. And perhaps this is a prayer that we can pray this year as we go through um, 2000. And 23. What's the last section? I saw I had help us, we pray. Teach us to trust you, love you, obey you, crown you each moment, Lord of today. Let's stand and sing as the music starts.
we're going to turn to um, that God, our God in prayer, and then Malcolm is going to come and read for us once we've prayed. Let's bow and pray. Almighty God, we, we come before you as the creator of time. Before time existed, you was. And once time has finished, you will be. We come before you as the one who describes himself as the I am. Not the I was, and not the I will be, but the I am. Forever present throughout the ages, throughout the generations. As things change in this world, you are that one constant. And we look at our lives, we look at the governments, we look at prime ministers, presidents, kings, queens. They come and go. But you as the king of kings rule forever. And we're just so thankful that Moses, when he wanted to see you, Lord, you instead revealed who you were through words. And we thank you for that description of yourself. That you are a God who is merciful. You're a God who is gracious. We thank you that you are a God who is slow to anger. And that you abound in steadfast love and faithfulness. We thank you that you keep that steadfast love for thousands and thousands and thousands. And you are there forgiving iniquity. You're there forgiving transgression and you're there forgiving our sin. But you don't just wipe it away. Lord, you won't, you won't clear. You won't not look at those who are guilty. And our disobedience and sin affects our lives and goes down through the generations. But we thank you that because you are the God you are, you haven't consumed us in your anger. And that's because of your son, the Lord Jesus. We thank you for his willingness to come and be that go-between between us and you. To come and be that sacrifice. That willing sacrifice, prepared to die. And take the punishment, take the iniquity. Take the transgression, take the sin, take the disobedience from us. So that we can have peace with you. So that we can feel the full effect of that love in our lives. We ask that if there's any here who do not know that forgiveness, who have not come and asked for that forgiveness, who have not come and participated in that steadfast love that you have for us, we pray that today will be the day that they do that. We are thankful that in your steadfast love, Lord, you are gracious to your creation. The sun and the rain shines on everyone. You give good to those who are your children and those who are your creation and to those who don't know you. But we pray in this year, 2023, we would look back and see that it's a year where you have worked and many have been drawn into your kingdom and have come to know Jesus as their saviour. We pray as we go into this new year that if we have plans that they will be done in the spirit of committing them into your care and be planned according 
to your will, knowing that things do change, but you are a God who is in control. And we pray that as we go through the year, that 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 prayer that we've just sung would be that you would help us, that you would teach us to trust you, that you would teach us and help us to love you, to obey you, and to crown you as our King, the Lord of today. Amen. Well, let's uh, hear God's word. We're reading from uh, Hebrews chapter 13 um, and it's on page 1009 if you're using the uh, church Bibles. And it's titled Sacrifices Pleasing to God. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Let marriage be held in honour among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and the adulterous. Keep your life free from love of money, and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man can do to me. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, which have not benefited those uh, devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat, for the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sins are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. For them, do this with joy and not with groaning, for they would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honourably in all things. I urge you the more earnestly 
to do this in order that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. I appeal to you, brothers, bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom I shall see you if he comes soon. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those who come from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with you. Grace be with all of you. So reads God's word. Thank you, Malcolm. We're going to have our, our next song, but after that, um, children, there is a children's talk. Tony's going to do the children's talk, so just come down to the front when the song finishes. So our next song is, Though the nations rage, kingdoms rise and fall, there is still one king reigning over all. So I will not fear, for this truth remains, that my God is the ancient of days. Let's stand and sing with the music.
Good morning. Good to see all of you. Do you have a good Christmas? Good. Well, do you know what? When Jesus grew up, he said lots of things. And quite a lot of the things he said were really short. Now, are you good at remembering things? I'm going to see if you can remember the really short thing that Jesus said. I'm going to test you on it in a minute. It's easy. He said, follow me. That's really short, isn't it? Let's see if you can remember it. Now, I need a volunteer. Right, Annie, come here. Have the microphone. Now, what I want you to do is what I told you. So say, follow me. Nice and loud. Use the microphone to make sure people hear you. Follow me. And off you go. Annie, can, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, that's good. Um, who's, who's with you? Is anyone with you? Laura. Just Laura. Oh, dear. Oh, well, do come back. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can sit down now. That's, that's great. So, who was with Annie? Because Laura followed Annie, didn't she? Why, why didn't you follow Annie? I wonder, why didn't the, the grown-ups follow Annie? Maybe they thought it wasn't meant for them. So when Jesus said, follow me, who's going to be with Jesus? Do you think? Who's going to be with Jesus? Anyone got any ideas? Laura. Well, that's a good answer. I was thinking of a more general answer. But yeah, the people who are going to be with Jesus aren't those who sit still and do nothing, but are those who follow Jesus. So those who go and do something. Now, I'm going to tell you two things about following Jesus. And there's lots more I could tell you. To follow Jesus, there are two things that are really important. The first one is that you trust him. As Jesus said lots of things, but the first thing you need to do is trust him. And then the second thing is we want to do what he wants. Put it another way, we obey him. So, two things to be a follower of Jesus. Trust him and obey him. Now, remind me. What was, what was the thing that Jesus said? Oh, shout it out. Right. Great. I'm glad you've got it. The two things to follow Jesus are to trust him and to do what he wants. Now, here's the really big question. Are you going to be like the people 
who stayed sitting in their seats when Annie said, follow me, and didn't, weren't, wasn't with Annie in the end, were they? They missed out on what Annie had in, 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 in the foyer. Because the only people who will be with Jesus are those who follow him. The only people to Jesus who will be with Jesus are those who trust him and live like he wants to. That's a good thing to think about today, isn't it? Are you going to be sitting in your seats or are you going to be following Jesus? Well, we're going to pray and you go back to your seats. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you call all sorts of people to follow you. We ask that we will be people who trust you and obey you and give our hearts to you and do what you want so that we're not left on our own. Amen. Thank you. That's a challenge for all of us, isn't it? To make sure we're listening and then to have our hearts ready to obey the words of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus. Let's, let's come again to, to God in prayer. Let's pray. Almighty God, we ask that you would continue to help us in prayer. We, we ask and we pray that your Holy Spirit would be here amongst us. We pray that he would be helping us to listen to your word. We pray that he would be making us sensitive to what your word has to say to us. We pray that he would help us to obey what you are saying to us. We ask that as Tony showed us, that we would trust you, that we would obey you. We thank you that you're not someone who is saying, follow me. And yet, you want us to follow you so that you can do things which are wrong. But we thank you that you are saying, follow me, because your heart is filled with love to your creation. We pray as we go into this year that we would be sensitive to your word. As we read your Word on a daily basis. Open up our hearts to listen to what you're saying to us. We pray that every day as we live our life, it would be done with you in the front of our mind's eye. Lord, we pray that you would protect us from worldly influences. Lord, we pray that you would keep the devil away from us. Lord, we pray that even though as you prayed, We are in the world. We pray that we would not be of the world or like the world. Help us to, this year, stand as shining lights, as a good witness to you and of your love. Uh, Lord God, we, we want to thank you that you have maintained your presence here, that you've kept your word alive here for many, many years. And we pray that that would continue. So we bring before you John and Mark. And we ask that you would keep them this year. And we pray that you would help them. We pray that you would be with them and bless them. 
And we pray that through them, we would be blessed for your honour and for your glory. Lord, we ask that as Christmas is behind us, yet at the time of Christmas, many people would have heard the good news about Jesus. They would have heard the reason for him coming to live in this fallen world. We pray that seed would have been sown through those messages. And Lord, as Christmas is behind us, we pray that the message of Christmas would still be with us. We pray that you would be causing that seed that had been planted in people's hearts to grow. We pray that what they have heard, you would use to change their lives and draw them uh, to you. Lord God, we want to thank you for each other. We thank you for family. We thank you for our friendships. Lord, we thank you for the way that we can support each other. We thank you that you have given us each other to help each other. And as we go through this year, may we be sensitive to each other and look out for those in need. Whether that's through circumstances, Lord, whether that's through health, Lord, we pray that we as a, your body will be supportive. We also pray that as people go through good times, that we would rejoice with them and we would be thankful to you for the good things that you give us. And we want to remember those who may be struggling at the moment. We ask that they would come to you and bring their concerns to you, bring their difficulties. Lord, they may be physical, they may be mental, they may be spiritual. But Lord, we pray that we would each bring our difficulties to you. Lord, we remember some of them. We pray for Rosie in Papua New Guinea. Lord, as she has the issue with her eye, and we pray that it would not get worse. We pray that you would be able to help the doctors there to help her. Lord, when we think of Rosie and Papua New Guinea and, and what she has to do to get help medically, again, we want to say thank you to you for our NHS. Lord God, we remember others. We remember Marion in hospital and ask that you would be with her and ask that you would help those who are trying to help her and where she is at the moment. Lord, we remember Dorothy Tudor. And Lord, we pray that you'd be with her in her illness. Lord God, it's, it's not just the older ones who feel ill. Younger ones do as well. And Lord, we pray for any of the younger ones too. Especially remember Lydia and her broken pelvis. Ask that you would help her. Ask that you would... Um, help her to heal and help her to, to mend. Lord God, we, we want to pray for the Swansons in Cyprus. Thank you for the opportunities that they have had to go into the prison, um, to give presents, to give books, uh, to be able to meet with a few of the prisoners. We ask that the books they've had to leave behind because they couldn't meet with the prisoners will be given to each of the prisoners. And the prisoners would read them, and through that medium, Lord, of the written word, uh, lives would be changed, and people would come to know you as their saviour. Lord God, we're thankful for the, the freedom we enjoy to worship. We thank you that there isn't any fear 
of anyone coming in to arrest us. And we commit to you those around the world who worship you in fear. And we pray that you would strengthen them as they seek to worship and praise you and to serve you in their difficult circumstances. We also commit to you the situation in Ukraine. We're so thankful that you are a God who is overall. Lord, you're a God who can move mountains. You're a God that can bring peace. Lord, we pray that you would bring peace. We pray that the warfare, the killing, the bloodshed would stop. We ask that you would intervene and we pray that that would be ended. According to your will, we pray. Again, we commit to you your word and we pray for John as he brings your word to us. We ask that we would be receptive to it. And we thank you that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. Amen. Well, our our next song again is is, is a prayer, a very, very well-known prayer. Abide with me. And it's a prayer that we're asking God to be with us in our lives. Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. The darkness deepens. Lord, with me abide when other helpers fail and comforts flee. Help of the helpless, oh, abide with me. Let's stand and sing when the music starts.
Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Well, the year has changed, uh, perhaps since we went to bed, or if we saw it in, then the year has changed since our last evening meal. And we've got to get used to thinking in terms of 2023, when it took a a lot of us a, a while to get used to thinking in terms of 2022. Perhaps it's hard to believe that another year has passed and we change and move into another year. And as we move into a a new year, uh, maybe we look back at some of the changes over the last year. We perhaps think as a nation, a year where there were two monarchs and three prime ministers, quite a year of change. Maybe you think individually, what are the main changes in your circumstances over 2022, perhaps you entered a a new phase of life, maybe you started secondary school, or work, or uni, or marriage, or the empty nest phase, or retirement, or you began being a carer, or you finished being a carer, it's a year of change. And as you uh, look over the wall into 2023 and think of what might be ahead, maybe you're expecting some of those changes. New phases of life are heading your way. Well, we're looking in Hebrews 13 this morning, and we will be this evening actually, because Mark has landed on Hebrews 13 too for this evening. And we're picking one theme this morning, different theme this evening, and one of the themes that is in this chapter is change and uh, continuity. Change and continuity. Some things changing, some things continuing. And this morning I want to follow a, a 3 two, one pattern. I want to look at three things which do change, uh, two things that shouldn't change, and one thing that won't change. Three, two, one. So let's start with three things that do change in this last chapter of the letter to Hebrews. There are some things in this chapter which are changing or have changed or are hinted at being changed and they set a bit of a, a backcloth. Let me just pick them out. Key figures key figures seem to be changing in this chapter, especially thinking of verse 7, that's the verse before our key verse of this morning, verse 7 says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. It's in the past tense, Uh, current leaders seem to be referred to later on in the chapter, but here the mind is going back to the previous leaders that have had an influence on the church. And it is past tense, and those leaders no longer seem to be there present. We looked at this uh, chapter um, three and a half years ago, 
which was the last Sunday of um, Cy Hook being here as assistant pastor and elder, and there was a significant change happening. Well, I'm very thankful to God that over recent months we have a new assistant pastor with Mark being appointed, and there is then change in the, the, the pattern and influence in the life of this church. There are change in key figures. But it may not just be church leaders, it's not just church leaders. In your own life, influential figures change, don't they? Family members no longer influencing you as they did, or not present anymore. Uh, Friends parting, moving on. A child's teacher perhaps changes. Your GP, figuring your life perhaps, if you have the same GP, appointment after appointment. Your boss. You may want things to stay the same, but they don't. Key figures change. What else changes? Well, there are lots of things that changes, but another thing that's hinted at in this chapter is home. Our home changes. Verse 14. For here we have no lasting city. No continuing city. No home here is permanent. I remember going to a conference many years ago, one of those conferences, Christian conference, where you're supposed to put your name on your name badge and uh, where you're from, you know, so people put their name and then their location. And and one uh, smart person amongst the people there had his name, I can't remember what it was, Alex Smith, let's say, Alex Smith, and underneath he'd put no continuing city from this verse. No lasting city, no continuing city. So not Sheffield, not, not Leicester, not London, no continuing city. It was amusing, but it was a reminder of this verse that things change. Locations change. As the old phrase, no fixed abode for somebody who was perhaps homeless, but there was a sense in which all of us on this earth have no fixed abode Maybe uh, your home is a, was the same in January uh, 22 as it is now, but I know for some of you that's changed. Maybe uh, come December 23 it will be the same for some of you, but I guess for quite a few of you it will change. It's a big thing when our home and location changes. Some of our friends are facing coming out of hospital and... Uh, potentially uh, no longer being in their home that they've lived in for years, but uh, perhaps going to a residential home. It's a massive change. Uh, Last week we were privileged to have with us uh, some Ukrainian friends. I don't know exactly what part of Ukraine uh, they were from, perhaps some of you know, but they were Russian-speaking, so presumably they were in the eastern end of Ukraine, and they're not there at the minute, they've had to come to this country, they're very much dislodged, so um, home changing, location changing is a very sort of big thing, massive thing, disorientating thing for many around the world. Home changes. And then uh, a third amongst other things that could be said, current thought or current ideas. 
After our key verse, in verse 8, you go to verse 9, and it says, Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings. Well, they're strange and uh, diverse because they're uh, different from what's good and substantial, but they also do typify the fact that things change and new thoughts come in. Uh, We had a prayer meeting here last night and uh, one of the young people in their prayer very much prayed along these lines of the the different changes in thoughts and philosophies that were affecting our nation and how we need to um, stand firm really in our thoughts about them and against them. Thoughts and philosophies change. Who would have thought 15 years ago that we had to wrestle with woke ideology influencing virtually every part of our life and outlook and society. Who would have thought that fundamental questions of gender identity would be so prevalent, so significant, so undermining some of the basics in life? Fifteen years ago, uh, perhaps Christianity was assumed as largely true or significantly true by um, the majority of people to some extent and uh, you know from the census that these things are changing. There's new thoughts to assess and wrestle with. They're not all necessarily wrong, some are helpful, but aspects of them are clearly are unhelpful and it can be wearying and we, can't, we can feel just, why can't it just stay as it was? And we, like the Hebrews, are in a situation of constant change. Some good, some helpful. Internet, phones being so useful. Some harmful, some destabilising. Three things that uh, do change in this chapter. Then I want to think about two things that shouldn't change. There's actually quite a few in this chapter, things that we're not to neglect, things that we're to keep doing, things that we're to do more of. You can uh, trace them if you want to through the chapter. Items of care and prayer and share come up through the chapter. But there are two things that we're told to do continually. So I just want to briefly mention them. As we go into 2023, there are these two things which should feature and should keep featuring. There may be other things which stop in our lives, in the life of our church, but these mustn't stop. These should be ongoing. One of them is at the start of the chapter and is brotherly love. Brotherly love. Verse 1, let brotherly love continue. Reading that took me back to a service here um, about 20 years ago or so and uh, it was a special anniversary service. There were some uh, testimonies, it's a landmark time and then um, a man called Colin Dawson was... uh, um, giving the the word, the message, the sermon, and he stood up, and this was his brief text, let brotherly love continue. So it's very striking there, looking back over some of the things that have happened, but there, this let brotherly love continue. Well, has it done over the 20 years since? 
I think. It's been a feature here, a sort of family close love to some extent. And this tells us it must remain so. Perhaps it was under strain for the Hebrews. They were suffering. Uh, There was experience of being sort of knocked about a bit, chastised, as we learn about in chapter 12. Um, Some weren't showing up to the meetings. That must have been disappointing. And in the face of the strains that they were experiencing through what they were going through and those that were opposing them, there is this let brotherly love continue. We might have some struggles. We will have some struggles in our lives and maybe as a church in the coming year. One thing that shouldn't change, let brotherly love continue. Let it be a seam right through all the events. There might be some new things that start as a church maybe. There might be some things that stop as a church maybe. But let this go right through the year. Let brotherly love continue. How is it How is it shown? Well, that's a massive thing in itself, isn't it? But just from this chapter, there's a a few clues, because it goes on in verse 2, do not neglect to show hospitality. So there's a a kindness, an open-heartedness, an open-homedness towards others. There's a remembering those who are suffering here. Some of them were in prison, verse 3. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated. There is a sharing of the things that God has so kindly given to us. Verse 16, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Brotherly love shouldn't change. So, to the extent that you're able in the coming year, seek to have an attitude and to show family love to other Christians. That should be an ongoing feature of the life of any church. Another thing that shouldn't change, that we're told should continue, is praising God. One of the big changes for the Hebrew believers was the finish of the Old Testament sacrifices. As the Old Testament made way to the new, Christ had fulfilled those sacrifices. It was a big change for them to get their minds round and perhaps some of those influenced them were saying you should go back to the old system of sacrifices. Well, they needn't, they were fulfilled, but um, there was one sacrifice which in a sense should carry on, a sort of spiritual sacrifice, if you like, And it comes in in verse 15. Through him, then, let us continually, that's the other continually, see, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Thanksgiving continues. Acknowledging his name, who he is, his greatness, his sovereignty, his eternal character, his justice, his righteousness, his grace, his compassion, his love. Acknowledging the name of God should continue. 
uh, our time of thanks, uh, of prayer last night. Uh, it was sort of opened up for um, suggestions of things to thank God for through the last year. And it was interesting, the first suggestion from the audience was that we were able to praise God through the whole of last year together. I clocked it, I thought, mm, that's relevant to tomorrow morning. And what this is saying is, may that be something that continues through the coming year. Acknowledging the name of God, recognising him, praising him. It does involve singing. It's not just singing, but it involves the lips. Through him then let us offer up a sacrifice to God, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Through all the changing scenes of life in trouble and in joy. The praises of my God shall still my heart and tongue employ. It was a pattern, a spirit of the Psalms. I'll just give you one quote from Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. And the New Testament church, as they joined together, had an ongoing spirit of praise. Acts 2.46 And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with gladness and generous hearts, praising God and having favour with all the people. So we go into next year. Well, we don't know what what happens. Different events. It's a cold February day. But we can be here praising God. It's May and we're hoping to have a spring Bible weekend. We can be there praising God. We have the summer activities in the summer and we will unite together and the worship of God will continue. Autumn will come. There will be a thanksgiving time. We shall be praising God together. December the 31st is a Sunday next year. Through the year, we can continually praise God, thank him and acknowledge his name. One of the things we can miss out on if we don't make it here to the services, we miss out on continually praising God with others. We miss out on the encouragement it brings as we sing truth and find it goes deep into us as we sing it. We miss out on encouraging others as we sing along as part of the congregation and it acts as a blessing, a help and an encouragement to others too. Two things that shouldn't change. Brotherly love and praising God. Three, two, one. One thing that doesn't change or one person that doesn't change. There's a standout verse. I think it's very appealing in this backcloth of change. 
It is verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus doesn't change. Change comes, some is good, change is inevitable, often it's very destabilising, we can miss the familiarity of what we used to have, we can desperately miss the relationships that we used to have. But in the light of changing life, changing circumstances, verse 8 feels like cement, it feels like a rock. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. There's someone who is the same in the past, yesterday, in the present, today, in the future, forever. When Jesus ascended in Acts 1 and verse 11, in some of the versions it says, this same Jesus will return. Jesus is the same. In what ways is he the same? Well, let's just pick these two. Jesus as son is the same. You have these, if you like, majestic words at the opening of the letter to the Hebrews. They describe the Son who has been revealed. And these things are ongoing. Hebrews 1 verse 2, But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, And let me just list these out, drink these in. Whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. And of the Son, it carries on, quotes a psalm later in Hebrews 1, and it says this, And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginnings, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like a robe. You will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. The sun remains the same. Our clothes are pictured here, they pass. You have a bit of a turnout, of your, a clear out of your wardrobe. Some of the things gets passed on, but some of it ends up in the world in need um, uh, thing that we have down in the car park to be, to be passed on to other people. But it, the fashions change, the things fade, but the sun stays the same. 
Creation itself, it says here, will wear out, will will change, will be replaced, but the sun stays the same. Of the sun, they will perish, but you remain. But you are the same and your years will have no end. We can feel different things as people in authority change. I don't know how you felt about Boris Johnson. And I don't know whether when it then moved to list trust, whether you thought that was a good thing that you were pleased about or whether you were worried and disappointed. And then we have another change. It goes to Rishi Sunak. And I don't know what your feelings are. You think, well, this is a, is this a better phase or is this a worse phase? And we've had a change of monarch, and I don't know how you feel in that transition. So we go from Queen Elizabeth, and we go to King Charles, and maybe you feel this is a step up, or maybe you feel, maybe you feel this is a worrying step down. And it's like that with influences that go up and down in our life. Your boss changes, and maybe your previous one was very supportive, and the new one, you're not sure if they are. You loved your teacher at school, and this term you started with a different teacher, And so it goes up and down as authority figures change in our life, but this, the sun, remains. The one who is in charge of the destiny of believers remains the same. The one who died for believers remains the same. The person who is in ultimate charge in authority in the universe remains the same and he will always remain the same. There's not an end to his reign. He doesn't pass on. The sun remains. So as you face the uncertainties of the coming year, with all its unknowns, you can settle and rejoice in the fact that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus is the same as Son. And that's a point of tremendous stability. But Jesus also remains the same as Saviour. He doesn't change as Saviour. The priests were, um, in a way, seen like go-betweens between people and God. But the go-betweens, the priests, didn't stay. They, they died or they retired. And they pointed forward, really, to the proper, to the real go-between between us and God. And this comes out in chapter 7 of Hebrews, verse 23. The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. Talking of Jesus, but he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. If you're a believer, you have a saviour who died and paid the price for your sins and who raised, who was raised and who now intercedes and lives forever. He stays the same as saviour. Your salvation is secure. So as you look back at 2022, and there were highs, but there were lows. There were things that you look back on, you think, why on earth did I say that? And how on earth could I have done that? And yet if your trust is in Christ, you had a saviour through that year. And as you go into 2023, 
There will be highs and there will be lows. And there will be times when sadly you will say, why on earth did I say that? How could I hurt them so much? How could I be so impulsive? How could I be so unkind? How could I be so proud? How could I be so thoughtful, thoughtless? How could I be so unthankful? And yet your Saviour continues. He saves to the uttermost. He saves right through. He saves to the end. You come to, 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 to your latter years or your latter months or your latter weeks and you still have that Saviour who died for you, who paid the price for you, who lives for you, who will secure your salvation. You will go beyond death and you will face the judgment and you still have a Saviour who saves to the uttermost. A thing that doesn't change. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Can I ask, do you have this anchor point? Do you have this rock? You go ahead into 2023 with all its changes. And there will be changes in people and there will be changes in circumstances and there will be changes in ideas and thoughts. And as you face that, sometimes bewildering set of uncertainties, do you have an anchor point? Do you know Jesus as Son of God? Do you know Jesus as Saviour? It's transformational, you know. It's a point of security. With it, you can weather all changes. With it, you can even face death itself. If you don't have that anchor point, then I would encourage you this morning to think seriously through this and to recognise Jesus as the Son and to recognise Jesus as the Saviour, to personally put your trust in him, to follow him, as we heard, which involves trust and obeying. Don't let... 2023 be another Christless year of wandering instability like a bubble just blown around by the breeze. Anchor yourself in Jesus who is the same yesterday, today and forever. But for others who know that, changes are afoot. The year has changed. Changes are on their way. But Jesus is the same. Feel settled and rejoice in that. I started the message with the verse. I'll finish it with the verse. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And as we thought about that, we now sing about that because our last song just leads on very nicely from thinking of this verse and this chapter. O Christ, the same through all our stories, pages, our loves and hopes, our failures and our fears. And you'll see the past, present and future themes in these three verses as we sing and get heartened by and encouraged by the fact that Christ is the same. Thank you.
rejoice in the stabilizing, encouraging, settling truth of Jesus being the same. We pray that this note will be one that encourages us and helps us today, but stays with us as we go forward into this coming year. We pray, pray this for the glory of your name. Amen.